0: Welcome back to the second hour of Leading Edge Medicine. Leading Edge Medicine provides only general medical information. Since everyone's individual situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Good morning and welcome to Leading Edge Medicine with Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umeck. Leading Edge Medicine is sponsored by Longevity Medical Clinics and is devoted to helping you feel and function better tomorrow than you do today by providing the newest and most advanced medical care designed to improve both your body and your brain. Leading Edge Medicine will keep you informed regarding the very latest developments in science and medicine while highlighting some of the Northwest's most prominent physicians, all while helping you separate the science from the silly and the facts from the fiction. This is live call-in radio at at its very best, giving you the opportunity to participate in the show. And now, here are your hosts for Leading Edge Medicine, Dr. Jerry Mixon and Dr. Samira Umat, along with their co-host, Lynette Morgan.
1: And we're back with our number two of Leading Edge Medicine. My name is Lynette Morgan, along with Dr. Jerry Mixon, taking your questions, talking with you about your health. Uh, and as we're all aging, what we can do, what are the best things we can do? Now, James was calling in just a moment ago. We were talking about that free health analysis appointment that we offer still at Longevity Medical Clinic. Now, if you're new to the station, just new listening to us, we want you to know that we have three longevity clinics. So there's got to be one close to you. There is one in Kirkland with Saturday hours, also Tacoma and Linwood. So if you're going, you know what, I'd like to get that free health analysis and find out what I can do and how I can make a difference. Okay? and you're not obligated when you come in. We want to give you information and just Let you know the risks that could be down the road. Cancers, uh, dementia, sexual dysfunction, diabetes, heart disease. And we'll do two tests. They're not scary at all. Two tests, a blood test and an in-body test that lets the doctor know what is down the road for you. And then you decide, like Dr. Mixon said, if you want that larger panel, uh, that blood test that will give the doctor even more information, you're going to walk away with 70, or in my case, 71 pages of information knowing what's going on. You may think it's one thing and then, well... If we don't I measure, we don't else. know. <laughs> Absolutely true. And it's something else. Yeah. And the whole
2: purpose is to look at what kind of risk you're at for dementia, heart attacks, strokes, diabetes, osteoporosis, et cetera. And if you are at significant risk, then do a bigger, more precise panel that lets us narrow down those risks. And then the doctor can give you an idea of what it would take to get you where you want to go. And then you can decide if you want to be a patient or not. And if you want to be a patient, we will do everything we can to help you be as strong, fast, lean, smart, and sexy as humanly possible as long in life as possible. And if you decide that, no, you don't want to do that, you want to get slow, fat, weak, dumb, and sexless, the, you know, it's your life. Live it as you will. I'm not your daddy. I'm not your boss. Um,
1: well, you're my boss.
2: <laughs> that's true. I am your boss. <laughs> I write your checks.
1: Uh,
2: but I'm speaking to the audience out there. Yes,
1: we want so, you in here. We yeah, want you um, to be the best you so, can be.
2: Yeah, I'd like you to be a patient, obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, that's how I make my living. Yeah. But... There's a quid pro quo. In return, we give you some of the most expert help on the planet at achieving your goals. And so that's what it's all about.
1: Absolutely. And this is what you do to get started is to make a phone call. And you just say, hey, you know what? I heard the radio program. I heard Dr. Mixon. I want to come in for that free health analysis appointment. Here is that number to call, and you can, fact, call today. We have somebody answering the phones today at 866-86-YOUNG. You pick the day, you pick the time that works best for you, and the clinic that is closest to you, Kirkland, Tacoma, or the Longevity Clinic in Linwood. That's 866-86-YOUNG. Or, if you'd like to go on the web, you can do that, too, get more information on, uh, on longevity by going to our website, which is lmclinic.com That's lmclinic.com There you'll push the button that says free health analysis appointment. You'll see a calendar and again, pick the day and the time that work the best for you and then we will see you in the clinic and you're going to feel so much better once you get started in six months, a year down the road in two years, three years. I love it when we have patients that call in and say, I've been a patient of yours since you Started, Doctor Mixon. I love that. Such encouraging. Well, I encouraging. started in
2: 1998. That's so yes, right. I had. You know, I've had patients that have been patients for well over 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like that. Obviously, yes. they like it because they stay with us.
1: Mm-hmm. And they're feeling good. And that's what we want for you, too. That number again, 866 86 Young, or go on the website for Longevity Medical Clinic. We've shortened it up a bit to lmclinic.com. All right. We want to see you in here. We want to get you healthy this year. All right, let's take some more phone calls. Dr. Mixon, we have John back on the line. Hi there, John. Thanks for calling in. Hi. Hi there.
3: So I I started out not liking coffee, probably because I was exposed to it in the engine room of an aircraft carrier, and I think Ah, I made it out of. Navy, yeah, <laughs> Uh
2: my father was, was <laughs> in the navy. I was born on a navy base and raised on navy coffee. I understand.
3: <laughs> he gets
1: it. Wow.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. So anyway, um, then um, I, I I turned into a Dr Pepper freak, and <laughs> okay. that's what I really loved. But right. I, so I'd have to get a big a big bottle to go driving, so I wouldn't fall asleep uh-huh. at, at the wheel. So anyway, mm-hmm. then uh along comes COVID and I I get uh, my vaccine uh pretty early a Pfizer and mm-hmm. a good friend of mine uh got his at the same place at the same time and it turned him into a mummy with shingles for about mm. a year. Oh dear. But I had I had uh almost I'd say zero result, you know, impact mm-hmm. from it. Sure. And since then, I've had uh, two two boosters, and I've had two cases of uh, COVID. So, okay. And, but but uh, you could say the good news is that I've noticed that now I can drink coffee. So All it right. damaged my smell and my taste, or something like that. Okay. So uh, so, but anyway, I gave up my Dr Pepper, and I lost ten pounds. So that's good.
2: That is good. That is good. All right. You want me to tell you how I learned to drink coffee? So, no. my, you know, when I was a kid, I used to go to my my father once in a while to the base whenever he was in town because uh, he was gone most of the time. But they would they would pour coffee in a in a saucer for the little kid along with some milk, and I would sip it out of the saucer like a cat. Uh, I never drank coffee until I met my wife. Bandine, and our second date was two weeks in in Venice. And in Venice, she seduced me into coffee. But here's what she did: in the morning, I'd sit out on the balcony overlooking the piazza, and she would bring me this coffee, which she started with two egg yolks, and then she'd take brown sugar and whip it into the egg yolks. And then she pour the coffee over that and blend it. Talk rich fat sugar and caffeine. I mean the only thing better was her.
1: Oh wow, uh, what did they call that?
2: I have no idea. Okay, there's something. That was Bandine's blend. Okay, Bandine's blend. Ooh. That's how she got me drinking coffee. Okay. Um the problem is of course that is so fattening with the sugar and the egg yolks and the and the and the coffee. <laughs> but my god, it was
1: delicious. <laughs> and, and do you uh, well, suggest maybe. this blend, Dr.
2: Mixon? Uh, actually, I don't drink that anymore. Okay, she yes. she's still <laughs> Each morning now when I get up, uh, she has my breakfast ready when I I finish my shaving. She feeds me a little cup of of black coffee first Mm, okay, with with the breakfast. And then after the breakfast, she brings me a cappuccino.
4: Mm.
2: And for the rest of the day, I drink tea. All right. I get my two cups of coffee each morning, and then I get a cappuccino in the evening.
1: Okay. So you're getting that good coffee yet. That's
2: right. So, yeah. So... She treats me as though I am the most valuable thing on earth. God, I love that woman so much. Anyway, um, yeah, coffee oh, it, is is good for you. You know what can I you? Especially when it's served by a beautiful, attentive woman.
3: Uh, <laughs> there you go. So. Well, oh. uh, yeah, I, basically, I I I do it cold, which is sometimes difficult to find. Yes. So <laughs> oh, there you go. Just a quickie. I, I've had eight different cancers, and so I was interested in the in the gallery test. Uh-huh. And, and then you mentioned uh, on one of your shows that it wasn't so great on prostate, and prostate it, is one of it, my eight cancers.
2: It picks up about 50% then, of the prostate cancers, yeah.
3: Yeah. And then another one is esophageal, which I don't necessarily have, but I'm looking at. Uh-huh. And then, so it, so I wanted to find the list of what those numbers were, and I haven't been able to find it. I went to the clinic, and they don't have it. Okay, and
2: well, okay. go to the, does? yes, uh, the gallery website actually
3: has it.
1: Um, and gallery okay. is spelled with an I at the end. Yes. If you're looking for it. Yeah, not a Y.
3: Right, yeah, I, I know, I've got the brochures.
1: Oh
2: yeah. good. But okay. yeah, go to, go to their website. You have to scroll down a ways, but it tells you the limitations which cancers it, it is very good for and which cancers it's pretty good for and which cancers it's not so good for. So there's they're actually listed on the website.
3: Okay, great.
1: All right.
2: All right. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Take care.
1: All right. And if you're wondering what the gallery test is, that is what longevity has been screening and offering to the public the last couple of months. We may do that again, uh, but it's the gallery test. And we'll let you know next time we do that and offer it. We've actually
2: had it uh, available for our patients for Mm -hmm. well over a year when it first came out. Yes.
1: Longevity patients can get that done.
2: Anytime. But Mm -hmm. yeah, it's, you know, it's like everything else done to or by human beings is not perfect. It's got things it's good at and things it's not as good at. But it's the best multi-cancer screen we've got at the moment. Got and it. So, you know, you, you, if you wait for perfection, you'll never do anything. What we do is we use the best tests available at any given point. There you go. So,
1: All right. Let's take another phone call headed to Gig Harbor right now. June is on the line. Good morning, June. Hello, June. Good morning. Good morning, ma'am. How can I help?
4: Well, I have glaucoma. And okay. I can no longer use two of the eye drops, the companies that use a preservative. And so my optometrist has prescribed Zyptin, uh, which is a very expensive drop. And I just wondered if a compounding pharmacy could reproduce this.
2: There probably are some somewhere in the country. I know the one we use doesn't do ophthalmic drops. Um, mm-hmm but the i i'd have to do some research to find one i'm i'm confident it can be done probably costs mm-hmm. a lot more though than the commercial drops Ah, um, i see you know cuz cuz they have to make it just for you as an individual they can't make, I see, manufacture yeah. it and mm-hmm. so you know for some things compounded pharmacy is wonderful uh, we use it a lot in our clinic because we we use very different customized doses of hormones, et cetera, for each individual. Um, right. But with the eye drops, uh, <clears throat> tell you what, let me put out a bat signal, a call here for uh, Dr. Michael is listening. Call in and let's chat a little bit about this lady's situation.
4: Is. That would be wonderful. I I did hear him. I think you had him on recently, mm-hmm. and I should have called in then because he also mentioned, if I'm right, something about laser uh, approach, and I yes. would like to hear more about that also.
2: Yeah, well, and and that was fascinating the first time he talked to her about that because you know used to be they would do the drops. Uh, and they would do the drops as long as possible, and only if the right. drops weren't working would they go to the the laser procedures. Mm-hmm. But yes. now they've got some studies showing that the laser procedures uh, done first are actually more effective than the drops. So oh, wow, wow! Yeah, so oh, yeah, I, 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 that's I, good news. Yes, isn't it? So yes, it uh, is. I'm kind of thinking it would be nice to 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 have him call in while you're on the line, but. Tell you what, if he calls in, uh, Mr. Engineer, you can call back. If she calls back while Dr. Gilbert is on the line, then let's give her priority, get her back in, and let her talk to Dr. Gilbert, assuming, of course, he's in town and listening. Sound okay? Well, that
4: would be wonderful. And I'm uh, I'm very thankful that I'm born today, so to speak, though quite a few ages, Uh, years ago, because uh, if I'd have been born in the 1800s,
2: there wouldn't have been these kind of nope. treatments, or even the or even the 1900s. I mean, this is mm-hmm. you know, this mm-hmm. is 2023, and we have some yes. wonderful interventions that we've never had before. Uh, yeah you know, people yes. people people talk about the, the good old days these <laughs> are the good old days I mean from a medical <laughs> standpoint it doesn't it's never been better at any point in history so yes. I am yes. I am delighted you know with what we can do uh, you know one of the organizations that I I follow closely is something called the Methuselah foundation uh, and mm. I love their I love their their uh, their little tagline. It says, let's make 90 the new mm. 60. <laughs> oh, that's
1: so, terrific. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and, you know, they, they are like me. They want to have help people live, not just longer, because spending an extra five years in the nursing home is nothing I want.
1: Okay? No, no. We need it. No.
2: It's, it's extending our health span. Stronger, faster, leaner, smarter, sexier, happier for longer in life. You know, that's our goal. That's what we should be shooting for. And to slide downhill just because that's the way our ancestors did it, that's foolish. We don't have to anymore. We now not only have technology for your glaucoma, we have technology to make your whole body function as well as it did 20 and 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. And it just... It boggles my mind that most Americans are willing to let themselves get slow, fat, weak, Mm. dumb, and sexless when they don't have to. No. I I, I, I don't understand it, but, you know, I can't live their lives for them.
1: So. That's right. Hey, June, we need to take a quick break, but we do have Dr. Gilbert oh. uh, on the line and he can address oh the questions that you had oh about goodness. glaucoma. Yeah. Now yeah. we're not able to put on this station. We're not able to put both callers on at the same time, mm-hmm. but June, you, you, you had a, a question and we'll, we'll address that with Dr. Gilbert because he was listening. So stay on, uh, at least stay there and listen to Dr. Gilbert. We'll have him next right after this break. On leading edge
5: medicine
0: leading edge medicine leading edge medicine for the first time in history you can choose how to age call with your question at 1-800-465-8770 that's 800-465-8770
6: if you have chronic pain and are considering stem cell therapy, consider the only doctor with over 30 years of experience with pain medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, with Eastside Pain and Regenerative Medicine. Here's what a satisfied patient had to say.
5: I would say Dr. Nelson is a great guy. He's very personable, makes you feel very comfortable, as does the staff. Everything went well. I had the stem cell injections, and within a month, I really had a change in my my knee. It was uh, unbelievable to me, honestly. I thought there'd be more pain involved with the procedure, and there was hardly any. Uh, it was amazing, and I've told a lot of people about it. After having it for two years now, it worked tremendously. Glad I did it.
6: You should consider stem cell therapy, but call a medical doctor with experience, Dr. Daniel Nelson, MD, 425 823 4,000. That's 425 Nelson MD or danielnelsonmd.com. Hey,
4: my wife and I are patients of yours for probably 12 years or so. I really appreciate all you guys do. We really do. Um comes from my wife, too, because she just loves Dr. You, Matt. You know, they talk about everything, but uh, thank you very much, and you guys have a great weekend.
1: back. We don't want anybody falling to pieces.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's why longevity is here to save the day with Dr. Jerry Mixon. We know the, <laughs> these
2: tearjerker songs... Uh, if I was going to put on a woman song, I think I'd put on something like, uh, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Remember oh, that Oh, there one? you go. Shania, Shania Twain. Yeah, Shania yes. Twain. You know, something upbeat and happy and celebrating dun, what she dun, is.
1: Dun, 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 dun. Okay, I'm adding that right. to our list of, uh, <laughs> of new songs. So, Man, I Feel. Yeah, I, mean, I know that one. All right. Okay, so June had asked a few minutes ago, right before the break, talking about her glaucoma, uh, the eye drops. She had a question about that. And Look, she had the eye
2: drops that her doctor took her off of it yes
1: I, there was some contamination or something. A contamination
2: issue put her on a new one that's very expensive she had heard part of what Dr. Gilbert had talked about previously
1: ah. about
2: the the laser surgery for the glaucoma
1: okay so, so Dr. Gilbert is on the line Dr. Michael Gilbert from Northwest Vision Institute he saw our bat signal that we put up so hi there Dr. <laughs> Gilbert thank you for good calling morning. Me. What... Good morning, sir. Good morning, good morning what morning. do you think what do you think?
6: Oh, uh, it's a, a great area uh, where there have been uh, a lot of incremental improvements, but one that isn't is that, uh, and it was not a contamination, she said that it was the uh, preservatives to which she oh. had a reaction, and that's, and that's mm. certainly possible. Um, And so there are a number of products that are available, but it's a very small number. Um, Zioptan is not the only one that's commercially available, uh, proprietary formulation uh, that can be gotten without preservatives. But you're quite right, when you go, when you're prescribing a proprietary drop like that, it's not surprising that that's going to be relatively expensive. Mm -hmm. And depending on your health plan, uh, the coverage may not be as good as having a generic. So, and her question was, can it be uh, made by custom pharmacies? The answer is absolutely yes, but it's a bit of a niche. Uh, ju- most custom pharmacies don't do custom eye drops.
2: No, ours does not.
6: But that's e- But that is easily available. There are several, but not more than several, uh, that have uh, that make uh, glaucoma custom glaucoma eye drops without preservatives. And for those people who have multiple glaucoma uh, uh, drops that they're taking, they can be combined in one bottle. And you can oh, reduce neat. the number of drops. But, Jerry, you absolutely nailed it. It can be done. Uh, yep. And it's a great convenience when you do it uh, to those patients. And it's better for the eye not to have all the preservatives. But, of course, the insurance isn't going to spring for the custom pharmacy uh, product. Right. So, so you, you have to pay the entire
2: just, cost out of pocket.
6: That's right. Her, I, if I heard, her major objection to the drug that she was trying, the Zyprexa, was the cost factor, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, the, the custom pharmacy is not going to answer that part of the question. Right. Um, but that does take us to, uh, to what we talked about before, and that's the current generation of laser technology. And um, that has evolved over my practice lifetime. Uh, the laser we used for glaucoma uh, 15, 20 years ago uh, did was effective. But could not really be repeated uh, because it made some structural changes to the drainage mechanism uh, of the eye. It worked, uh, but it was uh, limited in its uh, inability to be repeated. The current generation doesn't do any structural damage to uh, to those tissues in the eye. Um, it creates some micro changes that allows that stimulate the in uh, the, the immune system against the pigmentary cells that are slowing down the flow of fluid out of the eye. Um, it's just within uh, r- recent history, um, uh, the, the Brits did uh, a very powerful study looking at should we be starting with laser or drops. During my practice lifetime, we started with drops in the United States and used laser as a backup. And Europe, they started with laser and would use drops as a backup. And more recently, they've had studies that have shown, well, turns out the evidence is quite clear there is a big difference. Laser has a big advantage as a starting uh, modality for treatment. Uh, There's less progression of disease. Um, five to eight years' um, uh, likelihood of being without drops at all. So the laser really is the place to start, even though, um, you know, my history, I was trained in the United States, so, you know, for most of my practice lifetime, it's been starting with drops using laser as a backup. I now try and take advantage of that insight and offer laser early, but certainly to someone like this who's having any kind of problem, irritation, reaction to, uh, to the current generation of drops, the laser is probably better covered than, uh, than the drops that she takes. And there's a compliance advantage. Once you do the laser, um, it decreases. The, you, know, you don't have to worry about missing that medication. So right. the real question is, can it replace uh, multiple drops? No, it uh, it may not. You know, if she's on one medication, uh, one medication alone, there's a very good chance that just doing that laser would take care of it.
2: Well, it sounds to me like she ought to come in and get a consult at least. And you know, I don't know her other ophthalmologist. I don't know if he has the laser that you have. But you know, a well, second opinion think, is is never a bad thing.
6: I think I heard her say her optometrist ah. and in the state of Washington, optometrists can treat glaucoma with drops, but they would not have access to lasers. To lasers,
2: sure. Oh, all right.
6: Well, although I know we don't like to you know dig too much into uh, into politics, but right now in the Washington State Legislature, the optometrists are trying to gain. Um, statutory authority, not training authority, but going through uh, the state legislature to be able to do surgery. So that could change if uh, if the optometrists are successful in gaining the ability to do surgery. It's enormously controversial because they want to be able to do scalpel surgery and laser surgeries. Uh, I obviously have an opinion on that, but we'll leave it to our, the wisdom of our legislature to decide whether... Whether it's wisdom, legislature.
2: Legislature? Those those two things do not go together. Come on, let's go. Most of the time, your state legislature are a bunch of yahoos who (laughs) couldn't find the rear end with both hands on a sunny day. I mean, what on earth are you talking about?
1: Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And the so, visual on that. Oh, my. Oh, it's a good thing we're almost ready for a break.
6: <laughs> <laughs> and the fate of the world rests in their hands, my friend. Oh, That's oh boy. what
2: scares
1: the hell out of me,
6: yes. Does that um, not?
1: <laughs> legislature wisdom. <laughs>
2: yes. Woo, what a concept. Actually, um, you know, on uh, related to your, your comment about the, the optometrist doing uh, surgical procedures, you know, the Veterans administration uh, has just reviewed one of their procedures. They were letting nurse practitioners treat people unsupervised in the in the emergency room and deciding who needs, gets hospitalized, et cetera. And the idea, of course, was you know the VA is always trying to save money. So they hired nurse practitioners instead of MDs to to work the emergency rooms. Oh, wow. And they were uh, doing a study in which they compared the overall cost, how many people got admitted, how many people were readmitted, how many people had to come back and be treated a second and a third and fourth times with the NDs, or not the NDs, the, uh, the nurse practitioners compared to the MDs, the physicians. And what they found was that, yes, while you were paying a lower salary to the nurse practitioners, therefore saving that little bit of money, you actually ended up spending more money, 30% more money because of hospitalizations and repeat hospitalizations oh boy, and treatment failures, etc. Oh. So, you know, the, the cheapest, lowest level therapy, therapy with the... The, the least trained practitioner. Wow, uh, did not save them any money. In fact, it ended up costing them a lot of extra money.
1: Wow, and that's scary too. When you're talking medical, I don't want the least. If I have to go to, if I'm <laughs> sick enough to
2: show up in the emergency room,
1: give me the good guy. Yeah, give me the doctor, please. That's right. Give me the doctor with the best training. Yes, he's had uh, years right. more training. Well, so. and, Jer-
6: and Jerry, as you know, uh, mm. in medicine, uh, most of us are government-controlled utilities. Yep. So we don't determine our own pricing. So lesser-trained uh, professionals don't necessarily get paid less. It's not like they're, quote, beating uh, MDs on price. They come in and get exactly the same dollar amount, whether uh, mm. whether trained with uh, well, hundreds of thousands of hours or um, uh, a short uh, weekend well, that, course.
2: That's true for, for billing f- per procedure but if you're an employee of the VA you're not billing per procedure right. you have a flat salary exactly. ah, and exactly. that's where they thats where they were thinking they were saving money because mm. they were paying a lower sure. salary to a nurse practitioner than they were an MD of course. but it ended up costing them more and it provided you know not as good a care because the patients had to keep coming back and were in hospital longer
1: yeah oh so. wow yeah if I broke my arm nurse practitioner great yeah. but if uh, I, I got something scary yeah. not the doctor you it. Give me the doctor.
2: Anyway, so I, my, my gut is, let's leave the ophthalmologist doing the surgery on my eyes. Thank you very much. Anyway, <laughs>
1: thank you, Michael, for, for weighing thank in. Thank you, I Dr. Appreciate
0: Gilbert. Always, always a joy. Good to talk to All right. <laughs>
1: and, <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you soon. Uh, and June, I hope that gave you some good information uh, concerning the glaucoma in your eye. We will be back with more of your questions on leading-edge medicine. Here's that number to get through. It's 1-800-465-8770. And we'll let you go out with a little Shania Twain here. Uh-oh. Oh, oh. <laughs> we'll be right back.
0: Leading-edge medicine. Join in the conversation at 1-800-465-8770 and tell your friends to listen. That's 1-800-465-8770.
7: No matter your age, if you are looking to decrease your dependence on glasses at both distance and near... I suggest you go with experience. Pete Talbot here again for Dr. Michael Gilbert at Northwest Vision Institute in Bellevue and Kirkland. He's not just my ophthalmologist and my wives, my sons, my friends, and all my neighbors, but he was just recently voted Best LASIK in 425 Magazine and has been voted Best Doc in Seattle Magazine many, many times. So whether it's LASIK or RLE or advanced cataract surgery, Northwest Vision Institute will find the best option for you. So if you're over 40 or 50 and haven't had an eye exam for a year or more, here's something you simply won't get anywhere else, an advanced ocular exam. Not that simple eye exam everyone else does. So to schedule your advanced ocular exam, go online at nwvision.com or call 425-450-2020, 425 450 2020.
4: I would like to thank you for having this program and for having your longevity uh, program. If I listen on the radio, I always learn something. And it keeps me on the straight and narrow. I think, boy, I need to take some more responsibility for myself. Mr. Sandman.
1: Bum 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 make him the cutest that i've ever seen bum bum bum, bum. give him two lips Roses and bun, 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 bun. And oh, enjoying the music today. This is Leading Edge Medicine. Hi there. My name is Lynette Morgan, along with Dr. Jerry Mixon. And we are talking about your health, your concerns, your questions about your health and what you're going through. And we totally love it when you call in on the show, you make our show. It's just so much fun. And Dr. Mixon, letting him breathe for just a half a second here <laughs> before we dive into our next phone call. Which, by the way, if you'd like to get through today, phone lines are open for you at 1-800-465-8770. We're going to take a call now from beautiful Bellevue. We have Sue on the line. Hi there, Sue. Hello. Hello, Sue. Um,
2: Hi.
4: Hi there. I have two uh, possibilities for a long COVID person that my daughter would like me to check out. Um, She got long COVID in the very, very beginning in March of 2020, where they knew nothing. Her daughter, who was quite young, brought it home first, but I don't know if Mm -hmm. that's where she got it. They both ended up in emergency room. All they could offer was oxygen and a steroid steroid inhaler that -hmm. they did twice a day. But um, my daughter is still very sick all these years later. Sometimes it goes after a period of time gets better. And then um, recently it's come back again. So she's she's not finding anybody in the United States, and she's in a long-haul group that has actually doctors in it who are long-haul COVID because you have to have mm-hmm. long-haul COVID to be in it. That's mm-hmm. where she's getting more helpful information. Um, there's thousands of people, I guess, in the long-haul um, yeah. group. So the two things that our possibilities. One is hyperbaric oxygen therapy. There's a hard chain chamber, which some people with COVID have found relief. I know one person who goes to pro club and does it. Different places do it. Not everybody has the hard chamber. Some have just the soft changer, which is more mm-hmm. like a blow up tent. Um, and some find relief and some don't. It's very expensive because you you usually go through, you know, 20, sessions. For long-haul COVID, you might even go every day, which would be way more than um, the normal person would go if they were doing the soft side. The second possibility that she's probably going to try, because she's pretty desperate, is over in Germany, and it's called the Buckinger Wilhelm Program. It's a fasting program. They have a lot of fasting programs that are more for health, but they do also have long COVID people, and there's Doctors there that monitor them because it's um, different fasting for different reasons. So she doesn't know exactly, but it sounds like it's mostly water under doctors' care, and that's that would mean going to Germany. She lives yes, in it uh, would. Ballard. So, have you heard of either one of them?
2: Wow. No, I'm not aware of the German uh, procedure. In in the U.S., there have been an awful lot of things tried, but. We just don't have anything that has been proven to to treat, you know, to cure the majority of long COVID. Um, it seems to, in some people, it seems to burn out, and eventually they improve. Uh, you know, everything from exercise to fasting to limiting diets to, I mean, if you name it, somebody's tried it, and I'm just not finding any literature that. We have a, a, a reliably accurate way of treating long uh, long haulers or long COVID.
4: And what is very so. interesting is that um, she had to situate her daughter, who also has it but to a lesser degree, in college, which is overseas. And by the time she got back and all of the different things you have to do when you're living in another country, mm-hmm. the stress seemed to bring back because she was about 80% of what she used to be. She's 50. Um, and then she was trying to eat so healthy to get over the symptoms that came back, which is very a lot of exhaustion, mm-hmm. hard to walk very far, um, a little bit of foggy brain, all that kind of thing. And so she was eating what she thought was healthy, which would be spinach and avocado and all sorts of things like that that have a lot of histamines in it. Well, she found out the histamines actually were aggravating the COVID mm. effects she had. So now she mm. has about three foods she can eat, like rice, and you know, not, nothing that seems to me it's terribly uh, normal kind well, of healthy and, diet. And some
2: people have found that antihistamines actually help them. Um, yeah,
4: antihistamines. But she was think, eating things that had a lot of high sure. histamines, like yeah, yeah. absolutely. So antihistamine yeah. seems to be if if what. I understand from her is rice and things like that. Is that what you would call an antihistamine? Well, when
2: I think of antihistamines, I'm thinking of medications. Oh, you know, okay. B- uh, Benadryl, diphenhydramine. Um, the, there's a whole lot of. I mean, the downside of the the Benadryl is it makes you drowsy, but there are some antihistamines that are non-drowsy for me. Uh, that you know are just available at the drugstore. Mm-hmm. And
4: what, one of instance, the things... Could you give me a name? <clears throat> I think she tried Benadryl and it had some real negative effects.
2: Well, it's, it, it causes sleepiness, drowsiness yeah. in almost everybody. Yes. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Okay, hang on one second. Let me just get brands
1: of... <laughs> for allergies and colds, yeah. I use DayQuil. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, tried the, uh, <laughs> I tried the generic versions because they were all out last week. Uh-huh. And they said non-drowsy and boy... I was in the studio and I couldn't keep my eyes open. So I'm back to day. But that's just for allergies. Cold. Yeah. Well, let's see. Anti. Here we go. Antihistamines. Dr. Dr. Nixon is Googling. Yeah, I'm just, checking looking, it out. Well,
2: I'm just looking for the the current brand names of, I've got all the chemical names, but that doesn't help you because they're not listed by chemical name when you go to the drugstore. So I want to
4: say... Well, she's very good about researching all that. So I'll tell her there are antihistamines like Benadryl, but others that might not make her so yes. tired. Yeah, the, um, the, the Do you know anything Cydidians? about the hyperbaric oxygen therapy has helped some? Yes, Um Do you know anything about that?
2: Yeah, I, I've looked at that. I, at one time was considering putting, uh, hyperbaric in my clinics. But oh. I, de- yeah, but I decided not to <laughs> after doing the research. Um you know you basically got two sides that you've uh, you've alluded to the soft side and the hard, side. The, yeah, hard side the hard side yeah the hard side allow much much higher pressures so you can right. get a whole lot more of atmospheric pressure pounding down in and mm. forces a lot more oxygen into your bloodstream so, you know, if you if you're, you're going to do one, that would be the issue. The problem is you can't live in the cotton picking thing 24/7 mm. and doing it right. for an hour here and an hour there, you know, let's say you let's say you even did it an hour every day, but you got mm-hmm. 1 hour with increased oxygen and 23 hours without. without. And mm-hmm. that's that's the big drawback. Um, You know, the soft sided ones, they don't get as much pressure. You don't get as much increased oxygen tension in the bloodstream, but they can be rented at home mm. and you can spend several hours a day in them. Uh, mm-hmm. And and the cost ends up being a lot less if you've got a soft sided one in your living room, and you can kind of take your uh, take your iPad in there and and <laughs> spend several hours watching your favorite uh, shows while yeah. you're while you're breathing higher concentrations of oxygen. Um,
4: yeah, she said that even with the high pressure, people there's a, a lot. Some people have no difference, but when they're in there, they say, "Oh my goodness, I didn't know." realize how bad yes. my brain was until I went in yeah. and things cleared up you know everybody're only but, does yeah, but you're only in it brain. for a
2: brief yeah but you're only in it for right. a fairly brief period compared to the rest of the day
4: and, and she thought she might need up to forty treatments um, going an hour and a half five days a week that it seems like you need a lot of it. For anyone that has found relief, well, absolutely. And, they for, get out, and for a medical
2: reason, over. why would it be five instead of seven? Why not every day?
4: Yeah. Well, there's a limitation well, maybe because, because of the, the, when they close the and I don't
2: know. Yeah, yeah. that's precisely it. The, the The doctor and the staff go home. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yes. But what right. you really need is you need that oxygen tension up for prolonged periods of time, consistently every day. And so, the practicalities just aren't there. Uh, so, yes, people tend to do better if you can drive enough oxygen into their brain. But that's the trick. Um, so, yeah, I decided not to put one in the clinics just because I think it it's, it spends a lot of people's money. But the long-term benefit, because of the limited amount of time you can actually spend in there, is just going to be ineffective. And yeah,
4: because you don't if, see there's any... Uh, yeah. effect that lasts if you do it long Precisely. enough. Precisely. Yeah, yeah, beyond the yeah.
2: chamber. Yeah, so you know, if, if I want to take people's money, I want to give them benefit for it, and I'm just not right. convinced that it really provides benefit that makes it worth the cost.
4: And mm. what about this, um, it's B-U-C-H-I-N-G-E-R-W-I-L-H-E-L-M-I program. It's a fasting program, Can, yeah. and, and they do have COVID people. Of course, everybody's different. You know, some people have said it's helped and some people haven't. But if she, I mean, all of this is very expensive, but it's changed her life and she has to work. So it's one of these things that she knows people are in wheelchairs and some people have had to stop working entirely. It's not that bad, but it's bad enough. And it's been going on since March of 2020. And when she was feeling better, at least at 80%, she could have a life where, she could do a little bit of walking and, and whatnot. Um, yeah. And so she's just trying anything because it's her life, you know, and that's yeah. why she thought maybe yeah. eating and, the um, diet well, of rice I, and whatnot might, that's I what guess she's it, doing right now.
2: I guess it's worth a try because, yeah. you know, it's, it's not going to do any significant harm. But the Anything symptom- else
4: you can recommend besides the <laughs> antihistamine?
2: Not really. That's the only thing I've seen papers on that actually seem to have some some effect in some people. Um, mm-hmm. The good news is most of the time it goes away. But healthy lifestyle and progressive exercise seems to be as effective as anything else
4: we do. With yeah, with But she can she can try the. she has a treadmill at home. Mm-hmm. She can she was going at one and a half and then would be so exhausted that yeah. she'd be back in bed. I mean, she I tried the exercise, it made it work. She had to give up okay. coffee. she can't drink wine. There's a whole bunch of things coffee just um made it worse. I mean it's no. it, it's a very interesting disease because it is
2: it's it, it, yeah. it, it's a terrible syndrome, and we we just don't have answers for it as yet i, I and wish UW, we did.
4: I thought was her best hope, but they really haven't been that helpful I understand no. Mount Sinai in New York city um is a little bit more of a leader. In long COVID, but yeah. so far she's not finding anything. But they don't they don't really yeah. have a cure.
2: They don't really have a cure either, and that's the problem. Nobody yeah. has a cure. We have a lot of people trying a whole lot of things and sometimes people get better and sometimes they don't. And are they people who would have gotten better without the treatment? We don't know. You know, because yeah. people get better. Some people. Well, it, she actually was be... getting
4: better. It's just that yeah. I think the stress of going overseas and situating somebody and finding housing in which college and, you yeah. know, in another country, mm. um, she came back so exhausted. There were so many moving parts. Yes. Um, yes. And then she came back and then she thought, I'm going to eat this really healthy diet. She actually hired somebody to. Do this healthy with cashew nuts and da da da. Well, all of that she found out are high in histamines that made it worse. So now she got even worse. And Mm. it's finding six months later, after trying to do the um, diet that has recommended, which is eliminating histamines, she's not getting better. So.
2: Which tells me that's not working for her. No, yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately I can't give her guidance because I don't have the answers either. This is just one of those things we don't have answers for
4: as yet. Right, and you uh, don't know anything about the fasting, why that would help.
1: No, Mm -mm. I sure don't. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for your call, Sue. Bye bye. All right. A few minutes left of the show today. This is Leading Edge Medicine. Dave will be talking with Dave from Port Orchard in just a moment. Stay right there as Leading Edge continues after this break.
0: If you or someone you love is struggling with memory issues, find out about Longevity Memory. Call Longevity right now to schedule your memory consultation evaluation. 425-654-0258. That's 425-654-0258.
1: Excellent customer service. And now, due to our new management oversight and relationship, Longevity Development and Paramount are actually working together to better serve our patients. A team approach to better health care. It truly can make a difference. And now to celebrate and to convince you that we truly feel we can better serve your health needs while saving you money. Paramount has agreed to make an offer to all new patients willing to give Paramount a try. On your first prescription only, Paramount is offering you a 90-day supply for their 30-day cost. That's right, a 90-day prescription for the 30-day cost. All you need to do is call Paramount at 425-251-1660. It's as simple as that. Call 425 425- 251 251-1660.
5: The thing I like the most about everything that I've learned from Dr. Mixon is it all makes very logical and intuitive sense. It's not something I really have to wonder, well, I wonder if that's really true. It just, this whole encompassing approach always um, makes a lot of sense to me, and that's really what sold me on the whole, the whole package. Everybody's going out and having fun I'm just a fool for staying home and having none I can't get over how she set me free
1: and welcome back it's leading edge medicine oh we're here with you every single weekend every saturday morning live in the studio dr jerry mixon and sometimes we'll have dr samara umat or other specialty doctors join us we love it when we're able to do that yes we will yes okay we've got another caller let's go on the line from port orchard we have dave calling dave hi there dave hello
5: Yeah, uh, I'm a patient in the Tacoma Clinic and, of course, right on cue. I have baby lambs that the mother rejected. I have them in my house right now. I'm bottle-feeding them, so if you hear that, that's what that noise is. Sorry. Oh, boy. They were super quiet, and as soon as I started talking, they they had to start talking back. Well, they want attention, uh, too, you know? How
1: cute, yes. Oh,
5: yes. (laughs) Of course. But they've just been fed, so they're just uh, wanting attention. Okay. Well, this is what I need attention on, is on January 16th of this year, I had rotator cuff surgery and a detached bicep on my right arm. Of course, I'm right-handed. And I've got a 20-acre farm. you know, it's and you can't hire anybody to do anything. So I've had to go back to doing, you know, low-intensity chores as, mm-hmm. you know, I just had to go back to doing it. And what I'm having troubles with is I'm in physical therapy at the same time. And uh, I'm having troubles when I go to reach for something, not every time, but often. I get like an impingement feeling on the top, uh, kind of the front top of my shoulder. And mm-hmm. when I, my surgeon, I've seen him, and he said, uh, let me finish with this one thing. He said, hey, yeah, you might feel some popping in there or something like that. And that's normal. But, I mean, this is like an impingement.
2: What do you think? Well, When you say impingement, are you meaning limitation of motion? It won't let you reach forward? Or are you saying it hurts when you reach forward? Those are two different things. One is a limitation, inability, and the other is discomfort. Okay, sir.
5: It hurts. And if I push through it, I'll feel kind of like a little bit of a pop feeling, you know, like something mm-hmm. moved and you know, slipped over top of each other. Yep, you know, or which is probably what, what
2: happened. Yeah. Okay. 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 And and this surgery was in January, so you're about two months up the road, a little over?
5: Correct. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Um you're going to continue healing and smoothing things out in there for six months. And it will be a okay. year before you have absolutely your best function. Um, you know, the, the surgery otherwise went well. I mean, you are moving things again. Everything is staying attached. Nothing is torn loose on you. Is that correct? To
5: my knowledge,
2: yes. Okay, yes. good, good. All right. And so if it hasn't torn loose yet, it's probably not going to. That's that's the good news because you you should have somewhere in the neighborhood of about 80%, 80 to 90% of your strength uh, back by now. Although ligaments heal kind of slow. Uh, they heal slower than bone. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said it's going to be six months to a year before it's absolutely as good as it's going to be. But, um, you know, the only thing that would concern me was this, this catch where it seems to snag and then pop loose. Mm-hmm. Um, what imaging has your surgeon done after surgery? Did he send you for another MRI or for, you know, no, doing different no, motions? No, no
5: MRI, but I did, I did go back because, of course, I had to have, even though as, as soon as I took my sling off when I was instructed to, You know, it's icy, and I was coming up some stairs, and just as I went on some stairs, I slipped. And for just a split second, you know, I I grabbed the railing so I had a bad pull. Then I let go of the railing and hit the step, so then I had a quick push. And, uh, you know, I thought like, oh, you know, my shoulder hurt for a couple of days. So I called up the doctor, and I went back and uh, was looked at that he took x-rays, and they said, Oh, it looks like, you know, anything we can see looks like everything's fine and they, you know, salt it up and that kind of stuff and
3: Yeah, but, but you know, if you're still
5: if so you're I'm still worried having that I kinda of hurt myself but
2: Yeah, and if you're still having symptoms, you know, the X ray shows the bone and it shows the spacing. It says, you know, the, mm-hmm. the how far apart the bone is, and that'll tell you whether it has ripped all the way loose. But it sounds to me like things are still connected, but you've, you've still got this little hitch and you get along there. And that's yes, going to be something you'll see more effectively on an MRI. The MRI will show soft tissues. You can actually see the ligaments okay. and the, you know, not just the bone. In the MRI, you see all of the tissues and it's far more precise. And so, if this is now giving you grief after three months, I, I go back and chat with him and ask him specifically, you know, can you get an MRI and get a better look at the tissues?
5: Yeah, I'm not scheduled to go back to see those guys until in April, and uh, uh, you know, April starts and, next and week. And I'm also,
1: yeah, yes, I'm one week from today. D-
5: I'm a disabled veteran, so, you know, it's kind of like you were just talking about the VA trying to save money. Yep. Uh, I had 25 shots, cortisone shots, put in my shoulder over the years, oh, God. Yeah, mm. over the decades from, or more from the VA until finally just one day uh, in this, this last December, my, I had a cortisone shot on the 6th. Everything was, man, I felt like I was 21 again, as usual. I'm, I'm good to go. And then I was playing the little Papa Shot game with one of my grandkids, and I said, "Uh oh, something's wrong." Uh And I went in and had an MRI, and they said, "Oh yeah, you have a detached bicep." And there was this big—I looked at all the pictures they did when they did surgery, and there was this big hole where there was no muscle at all because this has been going on in this shoulder for decades, where it's been hurting. But the va is going like, "Hey, you're you're still moving."
2: But, so the cor- but the okay. cortisone, the cortisone actually weakens the ligaments and the tendons. It, 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 yeah, that's what
5: they would tell me. But they, you know, I couldn't it, get them yeah. to do anything.
2: Yeah, it makes you feel better because it decreases the yes, inflammation. Sir. But it, but it actually makes the underlying pathology worse, and that's why it broke and, and came loose. Was those cortisone shots probably aggravated the problem and set you up for the break you've now had the surgery for? So pretty please keep cortisone out of your joints if you possibly can. you know one shot yeah. very rarely, but for you know in the long run cortisone makes it worse. So when oh, you can when, they, yeah, when they'll see you get back in and, and talk to them about an MRI. Yes, it costs more than the x-ray. Yes it you know it, it hits their budget a little bit and so they don't like to do it, especially the VA. But doggone it, you need right. to know what's going on in there. And you can't know really what's going on from the x-ray.
5: Mm. Okay. There. Yeah, it's, uh, we'll see yeah. what happens. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know, it's, lot, yeah, and, you know listen, it's your body. It's not theirs. So you're in charge of it. And if the VA won't give you satisfaction, go to somebody else. Go to, you know, go to a private, uh, go to a private practitioner. Don't you don't have to stay with the government. Okay.
4: well, that's
5: why I'm a patient of, you know, longevity to start with. So, yeah, thank you very much. Okay, bye-bye.
1: All right. Okay, just a couple minutes left. All the phones went off. Mine, yours, the, yeah. everything at the same time here. Just a couple minutes left. This is Leading Edge Medicine. And the reason we're here is because of Longevity Medical Clinic, and we love it. We've had uh, one, two, three, four, five, six different Longevity patients call in today, uh, along with several others that aren't. And you know what? Uh, we would love to see you as a patient here at Longevity. That's why we're here each week to talk about you your diagnosis your health yes. and to get you stronger faster leaner smarter and sexier and happier yes yes and yes you know
2: and let's face it um, being slow weak dumb fat and sexless is not much fun it takes many of the joys out of life yes. and so that's what longevity is all about yes i understand mother nature the plan is you're supposed to slide downhill get disabled and die mm. But I don't like that plan. No. I'm not accepting it for me. I don't accept it for my patients. So unless you enjoy... Getting slow, weak, fat, dumb, and sexless. And I guess there may be some folks weird enough to enjoy that. La, la, la. But everybody else should be coming into longevity medical clinic mm-hmm. and seeing what we can do to make you better. Yes. Stronger. Yes. Faster, <laughs> leaner, smarter, sexier. Why do you want the opposite? That's that just right. makes no sense to me at all. So come on in. Let us do a history. We will find out what life has done to you up to this point. Let us get a a uh, couple of tests done that will give us a good idea of your general risks. If it looks like you're at high risk, pay six hundred bucks, get the big panel, sit yes. down with a doctor for at least an hour, go over it, see what we can really do. Yeah, and, and don't be afraid of those results. No. I mean it's information you need to get better. If you don't have information, you can't make good decisions. That's right. So come on in. Let us help. That's what it's all about.
1: Absolutely. You can make your appointment by calling us at 866-86-YOUNG. That's 866-86-YOUNG. You can also check us out on the website, lmclinic.com. That's lmclinic.com. Hey, you have a great rest of your weekend. We'll be back next Saturday right here on Leading Edge Medicine.